Hello and welcome to Three Putt Par. Today is August 31st, 2020. And on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the BMW Championship last weekend. We're going to talk about some of the dumbest mistakes that we've ever made on a golf course. And we're going to talk about our recent trip up to La Parisima. So let's get started. Hey, I'm a city golfer. Most of us are, but we carry our clubs in the back of our car. What else you going to do? You're out of town and you need to waste a whole day and shoot another round. All right. BMW last weekend. Um, I didn't watch much of it, but I think the only part that you needed to watch was DJ and Rom making those putts on 18. My Lord. Jiminy Christmas, man. Oh, my God. I mean. That inspired me to go work on my putty. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) I mean, credit to the PJ Tour or whoever the PJ Tour golf course staff, whoever makes the whole locations for picking that pin location on the 18th green that final day. That was a great, incredibly difficult when, hole location. When Rom that, hit his approach shot into the um, into the playoff hole, way you know back left like that, I was I was counting my chickens before they hatched, man. I thought he that one stroke was going to come to bite him in the ass, and that was going to be it right there. And then he just makes that absolute bomb. Yeah, he says that, and I'm like, dude, don't count him out yet, man. I think I, I told him, I think he probably, I think Drake he called it. it. Drake called it. I'm like, I think he makes, it. and he makes good it. call. Jimmy's upstairs on the phone, and I start screaming, "He made it! He made it!" Did oh you hear the goodness. announcer call it? No, no, I just. Uh, was it a good call or bad? He call? said. He said, "Don't count." I, it was something like, "Don't count Rom out." He's made a putt like this at Tory. And oh yeah, that's I true. Sure I heard that. That's true. Um, I was with Lauren watching it, and I told Lauren before he putted, I was like, "If he gets this within five feet, it'll be a miracle." And of course, he holds it. Yeah, miracle <laughs> indeed. Um, I think when I was watching with Lauren, also we watched the DJ putt and. The putt was halfway because you know how that putt, like, you, hey, you had to just die it on the hill and like let it roll yeah. down. So the putt got halfway, and Lauren turns to me and is like, What the fuck is DJ doing? And I'm like, It's going, it's going, wait. And then she turns her head, and then two rolls later, it's in the hole. Dude, it was that was sick. <laughs> that was so sick. That was awesome. His putt to have the hole did pretty much the same thing. Like, about halfway through quarter were there, I was like, that was terrible. Yeah, Drake didn't think it was getting there. And then there. we keep getting there, and it, and it barely got there. But I was like, oh, my goodness. That was definitely not what I saw from there. It was a great pin location. It was a great pin location. It was, it was a great pin location, but it was also just – it just showed how good – not just Rom and DJ, because there were, like, a couple guys down the strips that made some good little short putts on that pin. Like, it just shows how good PJ Tour players are at putting. Because that – Mackenzie Hughes made like this five foot like slider Roller. to make the tour championship. That thing bended like, in there. Under all the pressure in the world, it bended in and caught the little, caught the right center. And I saw Hideki make a putt. Like uh, his putt didn't really matter, but he made like this like five foot downhiller. There were some good putts hit on that hole location. That was a very I'm just so very entertaining hole location. That John Rahm's stroke penalty didn't come back to lose in the tournament. So really God, that was that was bad. That was really bad. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> so for any of you guys that didn't watch or whoever whoever lives under a rock, um, in the third round, Rom goes to his ball on the fifth hole, I think. I think it was the fifth green. 
and he repairs his pitch mark, you know, does all the usual stuff, and then goes up and just picks his ball up without putting a marker on it. I and I was like, as soon as he froze. picked it up, yeah, he just froze. Yeah, exactly. As soon as he picked it up, his caddy just looks at him and was like, was like, oh no. And then like Rom just freezes until the rules official gets there. He literally <laughs> the weirdest part was that he was like fidgeting around in his pocket as he was going up to the ball, like he was looking for his ball marker. Yeah. Like, I thought that was weird too. I mean he went to his pocket to get his pitch like his pitch repair out to repair the pitch mark. Well, this was and then he went to his pocket again to put it back. Well, and then he just didn't take his marker out. That was kind of a that was very, very interesting. Um Wow, if that cost him, yeah, that would have been horrible. That would have been like well, top. We wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have seen that awesome playoff if it. If no. It Talk about a bad beat to lose like that. Anyone who put anyone who took John Rom in the money line and then he loses like that, so sad. Mm, yeah, I agree. But I didn't. agree, but he didn't. He won, so <laughs> I guess you're happy if you took him down. Yes. Um, and, uh, we're going to get back. Should we update fantasy? Sure, Dre. You can update. Did Drake win again? Nope. Yeah. Oh, no, Jim. Listen, listen. I'm woohoo. I won. Nobody cares how we did in our fantasy golf. Nobody. We told them we were going to update this every single week. And because you forgot, all of a sudden, you don't care. Apparently, apparently, no one else cares because you forgot. No one, uh, the only people that care are me and Drake, let's be honest. We're the only ones still in it. Sorry. Just give it a quick summary, Drake. We don't need to do this for too well, long. I'm going to do a short summary. Jimmy won. I took second, and, and I'm leading the segment going into the last week. That's all i got to say. Yeah, he's got a pretty big lead, but we'll see what happens. I don't know how they do the points. It's so, like, confusing well, to me. I looked but... at it. Um, you get FedEx Cup bonuses. That's why DJ and Rom scored a gajillion. God, I might have to pick somebody get... from – and also – I guess we're gonna we're gonna talk about the tour championship a little later, also. But how does that work with the format? Like, I don't know. Guys are gonna be starting ahead. Like, do they just go by like their stroke play like round each day, or do, they, or do you yeah. think like DJ gets a head like a head start in fantasy too because of the minus ten? I feel based on the app works, it's got to be DJ starts ahead. It's also not the the best most clean run app, so I wouldn't be surprised if they just didn't account for it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely not the best. <laughs> There's a lot of bugs in that app, in that PJ Fantasy app. But um, so did, did they change all it? All I gotta say is that Jordan is still my favorite to win it all. <laughs> oh my God, welcome Jeff. Jordan's his favorite. Not even oh, playing. <laughs> what, what's he, what, the, only, the only thing Jordan's gonna win this week is a, is a is a French fry eating contest from his couch. Oh, oh. First, oh that one. That one really hurt. Eating I'm not gonna lie. That Boom. One. Get fucked. <laughs> Boom. Get fucked. Oh shit. Maybe I will. <laughs> all right okay. here's a question we're gonna get back we're gonna talk about the ball marker okay nice. oh, there's, no <laughs> there's no question uh so did they did they change the was the goal of changing the format for the tour championship with like the 10 under start and then some people start like an even and shit like that was that like to kind of get people who are so people can win both the tournament and the FedEx cup like get people who have a chance to win the whole thing more of a chance to win the tournament or, I think it, well, is that to make it a lot less complicated? I think it's I, still like, I think, I think it's so like the like dead last person that makes East Lake that clearly did not have as good a season as the people that are leading, so they don't win the tournament and end up winning the whole thing. Yeah, uh, I from what I understand, it's 
it's a little bit of that, but it's also um, they just wanted the winner of the tour championship to also be the winner of the FedEx Cup. So they didn't want to have the like the situation where like people who won the tour championship, aka Tiger two years ago, uh, yeah, uh, not end up winning the FedEx Cup. They changed so, it to Tiger. They I don't. I think they, they were changing Tiger one. No, they didn't. Yes. Yes, Tiger. Yes. No, they one, did not. Wonky with Tiger one was not. No, Tiger was the last year. All right, <laughs> it and, was uh, normal. Because Tiger won. Tiger wins, and then there. I bet you, the tour was pissed off at Justin Rose's little fist bump for his for lagging his two footer. I mean, for lagging his twenty footer up to a foot, and they're like, "All right, motherfucker, we're setting this yeah. thing up so, so that we want the winner to be the winner." Both. Yeah, but at the same time, it, it would never have a moment like Tiger's ever again. Like that one to be that. That's the old never have a moment like that. Yeah, like, like, like Justin Rose got no spotlight in that. I mean, I mean, what we take out of the out of the 2018 Tour Championship is that picture of Tiger coming up the 18th fairway and the mob of people around him. Everyone sees Justin. Everyone sees the picture of Justin of Justin Rose and Tiger together in the 18th green with each one holding a trophy, and they basically just scratch Justin Rose's face off for it, and they're like, "Tiger, that's what we want to see." And because of that, people get mad to see Justin Rose. Jeff, your audio is great. I'll I'll I'll, I'll be quiet. We <laughs> heard that loud and clear. Yeah, we heard that. Um, we kind of went a little out of order here, but I guess I guess since we're talking about the Tour Championship, let's just keep going. And um, do we like? Do you guys like the format that that they currently have? I know. Not at all. It's not real. It just is not a real thing. It's clown golf. It's a handicap. It's gimmicky. It it's really net is. golf, and we hate net golf. I mean, it's like, it's like DJ stepping up to the first tee after carding a two on a par 12. It's just insane. <laughs> well said, well said. Thank you for that. Okay, this might be the this might be the hottest take I've ever made on this podcast. Oh, no, let's hear it. I um, I I like the Pre- I do like the format. Take. I like the format. I'm sorry. Oh. Alright, boys. Um, good episode. I'll <laughs> I'll talk to you later because I leave. Um, Look, Ryan also wait. wants the virtual <laughs> strike zone in the MLB, so that just shows you. I do right. want that too. That's that's for a different podcast, but Ryan I do want a virtual a very uh, computer strike zone or whatever. Look. Okay, here's why I like the format. Um, I didn't like it at first when it was, like, first announced and stuff like that. I didn't like it either, probably for the same reason that you guys don't like it. But then I, like, thought about it, and I watched last year. And at the end of the day, the t- now, like, in today's game, the Tour Championship should decide the FedEx Cup. Like, the FedEx Cup is basically, like, the year – like the year-long race that everybody is, like, playing for, right? The FedEx Cup, that's what you want to win, besides the majors. It's probably, like, the most important thing outside the majors. And if you're going to have a FedEx Cup playoffs, you need to have, like, a fair system to to get not only the best players throughout the season, but the guy who plays the best in the playoffs. And with the way that the format is for the Tour Championship now, with having guys having guys on head starts – I think you're able to kind of eliminate the eliminate a different like tour championship winner compared to a FedEx cup winner. And you're also like, it's like the most fair way I think of getting a legit like FedEx cup season long, like season winner. Like if you compare it to other sports, like every other sport is a playoffs and 
I, I think, and that's why I like the format. Um, I see what you're saying because my logic on this one is I feel like the classic example is Rory. Rory will have a mediocre for Rory season and then come in and win one, if not two FedEx Cup events, and all of a sudden he's the championship winner. And it, in theory, doesn't summarize the entirety of the season. But at the same time, like, we, I had this discussion with you one time, Ryan, just obviously not on the podcast, and you're like, well, you can win the regular season in all, in all sports and not win the championship. So, so I do, I do kind of like your argument on how it should be worth more because playoff sports are worth more. That's how you win championships. Yeah, and also, um, so world ranking points for the tour championship aren't calculated based on like the head start. So everyone, so for the world ranking purposes, everyone starts off at even. So the winner of the tournament is the winner of the tour championship, technically, um, but might not be the best player that week. But for world ranking purposes, they're gonna like give. So like first place for world ranking purposes will be like the guy who goes the lowest. So, um, so at least like that makes it a little better. Um, but I like the format. I think I think the format's great. I mean, if it, does anyone have like any other formats they'd like to see? I kind of ha- I have an idea, but I'll let if anybody wants to to suggest anything. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I just said, like we discussed about how should playoff, how much more should playoffs mean when in every other sport they mean a thousand times more. Because if you want to make this about the about just a general summary of the season, you make them like weighted maybe a little bit more than WGC. But if it's about playoffs matter more, because that's what every other sport is you can almost make them valued even even greater than this than what they already do yeah i don't know if it's a format, i mean there's but... yeah i mean there's the extreme side of the argument that's like playoffs oh like in other sports the playoffs like the regular season means like nothing except for like home court advantage right so like you could have you could argue that the playoffs should be its own tournament and like whoever does well in the playoffs like the top 75 at the northern trust make it to the next and then so on um or but and then the, the other side of the argument where like the regular season should count more and that should play more of a factor um well i mean there's a lot of a different opinions on it um i i was thinking match play does anyone Ooh, i like that anyone be opposed to match play, play? that was the format i was gonna like a mat like a round robin little match play to decide you get the higher seeds like a buy which is their advantage yeah right? Is, yeah. Exactly. Are you talking about for like literally starting at the one twenty five? Are you talking? No, about, no, no, no. Like just I'm talking about when match play tournament within. This. What about I'm even about make the tour championship at like a match play situation? What about even the tour championship has a stroke play two days and then a cut and then a match play two days? That could be an idea. I mean, the thing is, that's like how a lot of so a lot of like good amateurs from home watching a lot of play a lot of guys from home watching will be able to relate to that because a lot of tournaments. A lot of match play tournaments are one, two I days like of stroke that. play and then match play. I like that idea, but I don't believe it should be the tour championship because that should follow a more traditional golf format. But I would, I would not mind it being the BMW or how many, were there only three FedEx Cup playoffs? They and cut it down to three. Okay. If it's, a four, if it's a four, it's, if it's normally four, do it in the second or third one. I think that defeats the purpose. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you should have a traditional golf tournament for your last one. 
but it's to make it feel more like a playoff where you yeah yeah that's but, okay stableford stableford no stableford. <laughs> jimmy's jimmy trying to make a run at this thing so, so you can win again <laughs> yeah, so I can modified stableford. put me in coach <laughs> Well, anyway, either, no matter what, the tour championship this week is going to be very intriguing. There's some, like, Rom, you got Rom, JT, and Dustin pretty much at the top. Back and the that's top. the top three in the world, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so. It is, yeah. Yes, that is the top three in the world. So, it's going to be a good one. Um, any any predictions? Any picks? DJ's so hot right now. I'm going DJ. I'll second. Yeah, I was gonna. I, I'd say DJ also, but you never know. I think Rom has proved that he's been so clutch recently. I'm taking Rom. Back to back. Okay. As much as they hate pulling the back to back card, I'm gonna do it for once. I'd love to see my boy Kisner do it. Love Kisner. Me too. How oh, far back is he? Oh, he's nine back, right? Ooh. I think he's at one under. <laughs> You know, I hate to say, I don't think Kisner has the gas to come from nine back versus DJ. I mean, the point is that everybody that makes it has a chance, right? Yeah. I mean, they nine got nine back. Players. He's going to make up three shots each day. You can you make up nine, nine back on the weekend. That's not unheard of. No. You never know. You never know. Do we know how um, how's it going to play? What? How's it going to play? Uh... I mean, I'd usually, I think on a normal week, like 10 to 12 under wins usually at Eastlake. Um, I know last year, Rory, I think Rory was first going into the tournament and then he still finished, like he was the best to par as well. R- Rory, that finished week also. At, Rory finished at 18. So, But that means starting well, at 10. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go do the math right now. Well, there's the math. I did it. So, was he starting at ten? I believe he was, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Probably, but I'm. No, according to the according to my math, Rory shot 12 under for the tournament. Okay, maybe he wasn't first then. I I, I he was first. I do remember he was the best week. Maybe it was JT. Maybe. Yeah, but anyway, it's gonna be a fun tour championship. Looking forward to it. Um. Just to go back a little bit into the BMW, um, the scores were very high. Um, it was kind of a U.S. Open-like tournament. But the course didn't really look like anything special. It was kind of interesting. I was like, I, I'm trying to figure out how it played so tough. But I mean, every time – I mean, I saw some stuff. I can't stat- really wrap my head around it. I were driving the ball I mean, the, for the, this week. I think, yeah. the, well, I think the fairs were sneakily narrow. Like, I mean, yes, we know Bryson isn't fairway finder 9,000, but at one point he hit three out of 22 fairways, and Finau had like six out of 22 fairways. Grant Finau was, was scoring a lot better, but that's poor, man. That, that's worse than me. That's hard to do, dude. I, I think I, I saw the stat that Brendan Todd, when he was like up there for a while in the third round, he was like, one of the like bottom five in strokes gained off the tee, but he was still like in contention. And I was really, that really intrigued me. I mean, it did look like the fairways were pretty narrow, but it kind of, it didn't really look like it was a crazy hard course. I guess credits to the people setting it up. 
I guess the rough was thick, and the greens looked pretty difficult. So I think strokes gain off the tees pretty much based on distance, and I know it. Fa- I mean, but I don't. I don't think strokes gain off the tee factors in thickness of rough. Like it doesn't go. Oh, no. U.S. Open rough versus versus um what's that fucking tournament? The Palm Springs one versus Palm Springs. <laughs> the rough. Amex, the American yeah. Express. Rough is rough according to them. I mean, I think this yeah. is. This was a, a setup that just kind of proves or makes a case for what needs to be done about the whole distance debate. I mean, you know, those long guys, if the rough is going to be this penalizing, both with, like, the thickness, it's hard to get a club on it, and also the greens being this tough, it's hard, you're not going to be able to stop anything on it from that rough. It puts more of a, you know, it, it makes being in the fairway way more advantageous. And and also the, the shorter guys that are – you know, for the most part, generalized, more accurate. If they're in the fairway, they're going to get way more roll than the longer guys in the rough, and it's going to even out the field big time. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he do well this weekend. He played quite well. I think, I think this course really proved that firm, thick rough and firm conditions is kind of the way to go if you want to make courses tougher. I, I mean, I'm interested to see – I mean, I assume Wingfoot is going to play like this. When is like that it has to. Um. September in a couple weeks. September, yeah. Wait, so it goes. So we'll see. Hopefully, they won't get. Go tour championship what? and then U.S. Open right back to back. Uh no, it's tour championship and then they go to Napa and then it's the U.S. Open, the Safeway. Oh, is there no weeks off? Dang, I, I don't think so. Different. Well, but people uh, probably won't play in the Napa that that don't really need to. Yeah, I know Tiger said he wasn't playing in Napa. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> Um. Oh, but did you guys? It was confirmed today that the Zozo was moving to Sherwood, like official, official. Oh, yeah. We, Jimmy, we need God. to before or after that. It's gonna be awesome, dude. I, I will, I will do some dirty things to make sure we can get out there when necessary. I'm gonna shoot a million, dude. <laughs> I don't care, dude. Just, don't you want to just every time we do, we're literally on a podcast talking about tour golf. Don't you want to see how close of an experience we can get to it, so we can actually. When we guess what we shoot on Sunday at Augusta, we have a semi-realistic prediction. Yeah, we'll see if my my wild numbers are anywhere near correct. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see if I will say this. I, uh, Sherwood is the PJ Tour course that I've probably played most recently. So, like, I'm pro- it's probably most closely, like, it's my skill level when I played it was closer to what I am now as compared to, like, Riviera when I played Riv. Subtle flex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I will say Sherwood isn't the toughest golf course, but they can make it like if they, they, if they grow out the rough, it'll be fine. They it'll can make fine. it really tough. You also have to think about this what, Ryan. Like you're nationally a really, really tough. You're a straight driver of the golf ball. That makes Sherwood a hundred times easy. And we'll also course. Zozo isn't isn't gonna be the you know, Zozo isn't gonna be no BMW, you know. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm just excited to see Tiger playing at Sherwood. It's I feel like they just did it for Tiger. Like <laughs> I love that. You gotta go to Sherwood for Tiger, man. I mean he has a locker. I mean he hosted he probably has a locker everywhere. Hero World Championship there. He, yeah, he probably has a locker everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's um let's move on from the PJ tour for a sec and uh going back to the ball marker gate incident with John Rom, I wanted to go around the room and sort of share any anything that comes up to mind like dumbest mistakes that you've ever made or dumbest mistakes that you've ever seen someone make on a golf course 
This well, can be any course management or anything, any stupid things. Well, let's see, Jimmy. Can you outdo skipping a ball across a pond or throwing your club at your <laughs> golf ball? Skipping, trying to skip it across the pond was definitely the dumbest decision I've made. But uh, I, I've done in a tournament the uh, the Ricky like six inch tap on an accident. Uh, on a in a and you lift on putt. Yeah, I just I well I I kept going with my stroke. I just hit it twice on the way there. So probably should have been three strokes because I hit a moving ball. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I, that thing Damn, was in not even a foot, I swear to you. God, that's funny. Uh, uh, anyone else want to go? I, um, um, this, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You can go. Uh, I was going to say it's, it's, le- it's more of an after-round thing, but I've, I've signed for a higher score a few times because I'm not paying attention. A few times. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's worse than yeah. what i did um <laughs> yeah it's, it's just a goober you know i just sometimes i get pissed i just played bad and i'm like i don't give a shit and then i look i'm like oh that's a few strokes higher than i did <laughs> that that shit just got a little familiar well oh, i had two of them mjp reminded me one i um i was not gonna make the cut in this tournament anyways it was pouring rain i was pissed off and i and i tried to tap in a putt left-handed with the back of my putter and I missed it, so that was one. And then I, and then uh, another one was in a Kalu tournament. Yeah, that was not a Kalu tournament. In a Kalu tournament, I signed for a lower score than I actually shot. Oh. And it, I, it was not only was it, it was terrible because not only what I, I missed it by not one shot, by two shots. And the score and like the holes that I had wrong, like. I, there was like fives in the boxes when they should have been fours. There was no fives surrounding it. It wasn't a par five. There was no fives to where I could somehow like accidentally mentally lapse over seeing fives around it. It was just pure idiocracy is not a word. So I don't really know what word. I think it is a word. Is idiocracy count for this one? We'll, we'll allow it. I don't or, or does well, idiot yeah. <laughs> Idiotism is string far for far. Far, far from what the word actually well, is. Well, we're going to go back to simple language. It was bad. B-A-D. He got it. <laughs> he got it, folks. There you go. Good word choice. <laughs> Good word choice. Um, I did something when I was like 11 or 12 at a tournament. Um, it was actually on Brookside number one. So Drake, Drake will know. Um, whole... Now it's 10, but it was one at the time. So I like hit my drive down the fairway, whatever. And then, so there's a hazard over the green, like this big ditch, like hazard drain, drain thing. Oh, and the pin was like back left. I, I lasered it with my rangefinder, <laughs> and I got the back tree. So there's trees overhanging this hazard behind the green. And instead of getting the flag, I got the trees. And I remember hitting this like beautiful shot in there and flew it straight. It just flew out. <laughs> everything it's like flew straight into the thing and i was so and this is like 12 year old ryan that's just like i just didn't know what was going on i was so confused <laughs> i couldn't believe it i was pissed i was pissed this, and just, this hazard, first whole day it was, it was bad this hazard is probably at closest three feet from the edge of the green no probably four feet but it, it is so close yeah yeah it's so close and i got the trees instead of the pin 
And ever since then, I've always like like triple, quadruple checked yardages using my rangefinder. Ever since then, PTSD. Yeah, exactly. I always think about that. Yeah, Ryan's a guy that whenever you play a par three, he will not hit a shot until two people have lasered it. No, I'll I've just, not trust not issues a... about la- like people telling me like yardages with their laser. I was I remember I was freshman year in a JV high school tournament, and I this, I asked this guy for a yardage. He's right next to me, and he actually gave me the wrong yardage. He gave me ten yards less. So then, I don't know what the like, <laughs> laser is. And then like, laser it on my own. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's like 10 yards further than that. He's like, oh, ha, ha, yeah, I was just kidding. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of joke is that? That's a good <laughs> one, dude. Terrible comedian, are you? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't trust people for shit anymore. Worth the red. I'll pace it off from 150 yards. I don't even give a shit. I did that to a buddy. We were playing a match. And I was up, and we had, like, three holes to go, but I needed to make sure I won. And he asked me for the yardage. I gave him something 10 yards longer, and he pured it. And he's like, that looks so good. It was right at the flag. And then it landed so in the tree and bounced way <laughs> over. <laughs> what a day. <laughs> I was not thinking he was going to believe me because the hole had never played that long. It was, like, insanely long. The hole yeah. plays, like, at longest 180, and I told him it was 195. He believed it. I'm surprised I've I've never done that because I'll stoop to the lowest of lows to win games sometimes, and really shocker, I haven't done that one yet. So be on the lookout. I will be on the lookout. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, just quickly, we're gonna we're gonna say uh, we're gonna send our condolences out to the recently um, fallen tour pros that have not made it to the tour championship. Oh. Um, start off. Start off with the the guy who missed it by one, Adam Long. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Tough. Logical place Adam to start, Long. Adam Long. Uh, you missed it by one. He was probably praying for Mackenzie Hughes to miss the five footer, but he didn't. So would they, would they have swapped? maybe next year? Yeah, they would have swapped. Yeah. Um, gotta give a shout out to Drake's play, favorite player, also Brian Harmon, thirty seventh. He finishes at. You have to remember. Um, we just we started discussing this in the podcast that I've taken a real flip of the switch on short players because all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute, I hit the ball as far as them and they're doing so well in this course. That's awesome. Because I used to hit it when I was longer than all the junior kids and a short guy would beat me. Now I support it because I can – it's more realistic to myself. So go, Brian Harmon. There you go. I think you're well, so he, than he, Brian Harmon. Well, you can't really say go Brian Harmon because he didn't make it to the Torch Championship. When, so. <laughs> when Brian Harmon has gone. Next year, go Brian Harmon. Go dog. Uh, <laughs> next year. Go Tigers. Um, uh, what else? Oh, Matt Wolf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Coach. Actually, uh, no, Matt Wolf missed No, Matt Wolf missed it. So he did missed Cameron Champ. No, right. no okay. Cameron Champ made it. Did Cameron Champ make it by a little bit? Or I thought Cameron Champ missed it. He I think it. he missed Maybe it by he a little bit. It. Yeah. I don't know. I know he's a few spots either. Oh, no. He ma- Cameron Champ. I'm looking at him right now. Cameron Champ's 29. Oh, there you oh, go. He made it. He did. I just see his name now. Yeah, he, 29. He just made it. Uh, Matt Wolf, uh, good season. Well, actually, to be honest, didn't really do anything until the end of the season. But, now he's got a bright future. You know, I'm surprised about Patrick Cantley. He didn't make it. Did did Is Patrick Cantley – did he just like have a kind of a disappointing season? Because isn't he like still top ten in the world? He kind of had a disappointing year. I mean, last year he had a really great season. He got the win at the Memorial, contended in some majors. 
but no, not as good this year for Pecant. Um, and he will not be participating in the tour championship. Um, I saved the best for last. Um, cause we're also oh, going to talk about the guy for the best for last shout out Andrew Landry for Jeff for missing it. Oh yeah. I didn't see. Oh yeah. Here. Yeah. Shout out Andrew Landry, which Jeff was here, but, uh, he had some technical difficulties. Um, so yeah, the best for last, because we're gonna talk about his season a little bit. Um, Tiger Woods. Um, just looking at the FedEx Cup list, it's just astonishing to see seven events next to his name. <laughs> like everyone else has like 15, 20, 25. Tiger. Seven's seven more than I would have guessed. <laughs> seven events. About right though. Dude, it's just it's been so much time since like he played before the strat before COVID that it's just what was, like what was the last ago. event before COVID? Was it Tory? No, it was the Genesis. It was oh, when he finished like last place. Yeah. Out of the people who made the we, cut. When we were there that day too. I wasn't. Sorry, Jimmy wasn't, but the rest of us were. Yeah, so all in chain. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean you could it's been a good 2019 to 2020 season for tiger you could say like he got the win at the zozo but if you really condense it down to just 2020 it's been pretty bad <laughs> pretty like, bad pretty, pretty bad it's pretty bad um what are you uh, do you guys have any expectations for him next season i mean major chances come like u.s no, open and the masters coming up a few majors a few majors for sure shut the fuck up dude three or four i'm gonna be 100 honest i'm gonna root for the guy Thick and thin, but I just don't see a whole lot more. I think you guys are right that he needs to he needs to find a way to take advantage of healthy weeks and get the and, and get the putter going on those because he only, with limited number of starts and limited and limited health. How can you expect to do well and really contend every year? I agree. Up there, at least to contend for FedEx. It'd be different if he just played, like, let's just say he played only seven events and did well in all of them. It's hard to contend for the FedEx. But in a retrospect to a full FedEx season, I just don't see him making more runs at it. But I will root for him. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're all going to root for him. But it just doesn't – his game just doesn't look very solid. Okay, chill. Um, more more – especially the last couple of weeks, his putting has just been God awful. <laughs> like I was watching yeah. some, some BMW champ tiger action and some of the putts he was hitting, like he left a five footer, like a foot short on one hole. That's no, enough. No. That's Wait, enough. What are we doing here? What kind Wait, of podcast? He did. He left. <laughs> In the BMW? He left. Yeah. yeah. He le- like it was the second day. He left like a five footer, like maybe not a foot, but like what, pretty, he, like pretty short. Did he toe tap it again or something? I mean, it was a straight. He just like tap, tried to tap it down the hill. It just didn't get there, and it was that was it was bad. And that, it was, the putt was from Bogey too. So, but he looks healthy, which is the good news. Uh, but he's gonna have to figure out his putting if he wants to have any chance of winning a tournament. <laughs> he needs an arm lock. He needs he to do need something. An arm lock. I think Tiger needs to go but, drastic and just go to like a tailor-made spider just just change it up completely but he's never gonna do that because he's tiger woods well, like he he's, his feels are so he had the armor for a little bit but oh by the way shout, yeah, out, shout out um oklahoma city thunder for tying the series 3-3 against the rockets they just won the game 
I've been trying to follow it. Yeah. Oh, that's a big win for them. Game seven. But I mean, I mean, game seven in a couple days. Let's go full drastic and see if we can get him into the arm lock crew. All right, go ahead. As a new fully arm lock crew guy. Oh, God. So you've switched? You've gone arm lock now? I mean, one bad day at La P and a putter that really fits me well naturally shouldn't shouldn't be the, the deciding factor. Okay. I've been I've been hitting a hundred putts a day on a um, on a I bought one of those metal yardsticks that has the the hole in it for you to put the ball in and I've and I've hit a hundred putts a day across the thing for two whole days in a row now but I'm gonna keep doing it every day. I like to I like to hear that. Good stuff. No arm. I think uh, I think well, Tiger will always show up. Hopefully, Tiger Masters. will come back next year. He always have a chance at Masters, but his his game needs to come together. He needs to get the putting going. He needs to keep it in play off the tee. Um, his irons are usually there. His wedges are usually there. It's kind of the putting and the driving flops between uh, working and not working. Real quick, talking about um, yeah. Putting. I I did drawbacks with Steph today. I had 18 putts through four holes. Pretty good. That's almost a five oh, putt. That's almost a that's a that's four and a half putt <laughs> per hole. Four and a half putts a hole. Solid, Jimmy. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. You start three feet back further than before, but still. He told me that, and I I I almost left. Don't. It wasn't a great putting day. Don't play like that tomorrow at Robles when we play. <laughs> got to bring the uh, Steve Stricker uh, back in back into play. Yeah, I got to get some Steve Stricker putting lessons or something. I don't know. He's talking about the putter that he has, Jim. The, the, oh, the Odyssey, uh, okay. I get it. Oh, my bad. I missed that. Yeah. Steve Stricker putter. Um, uh, let's, let's move on and talk about our trip to La P last week. We had a good time. We had some fun moments. Um, Derek is looking. Derek looks like he wants to say something. Derek, do you want to? Do you want to talk? Uh, I want to say stuff, but I'm not going to. I think Why not? This is this is phenomenal podcast content. Go ahead, this Derek. Is entertainment value, Derek. We need okay. this. We need to see that. We need to see Jimmy get mad. Jimmy, Jimmy sadly lost the match where he held a commanding lead. Uh, <clears throat> I of course played. Not so hot my first 12 holes-ish. He was too you, up. You were the worst golfer I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was pretty bad. <laughs> you lost it. <laughs> so, oh, I? yeah, he proceeds to top one on the 12th hole into some water. Oh. <laughs> he makes double in the hole. I win that one. <laughs> Let's just say it wasn't a forced carry, and I didn't carry it. <laughs> And remember, this is a driver too. This is not. This is not a three wood. Even worse. Yeah. Not good. Uh, well. Well, I. I mean, I hope the listeners out there saw follow us on Instagram and saw the content. Um, for me, like, I had no service up there, so it was hard for me to see anything. But from what I heard, it sounded like everyone had a great great day it was, it was some interesting shots some funny shots some funny moments and it was just fun to be together as a team um with the whole coronavirus situation going down going on sorry jp sorry <laughs> i know next You're next okay. time we got You're you right. yeah 
on it was a fun day. I started I was one under through four and then I proceeded to and then I proceeded to bogey my next four and double the and double the falling hole after that. So that was pretty oh frustrating. And then again I was hanging in on the back. And then I get to fourteen and I hit it through the fairway, but that's that's too a little boring. Fifteen is where things get interesting. I'm playing Chloe in a match. And I pull it straight into the first tree right off the tee. I don't pass the ladies' tees. I don't, I don't even think I pass the white tees. It takes, me, it takes me three shots to reach the fairway. And I end up, I end up thinking, oh, you know, I can get up. I had a chance because my, th- my third shot was I blasted a three-wood as far down as I could possibly get it. And I ended up with a 170 out with a chance to get up and down and make a double. So that was awesome. Then I parred 16, could not really routine. Then 17, I almost 17, I hit it to three feet. And the best part about best part about that is I didn't even win the closest to the pin for the day. Lauren beat me. Not, yes, Lauren with her broken finger that she cut beat you and put it to like a foot. She almost holed it. Like it was I thought she I thought it was going in. It I mean, landed yeah. like six inches in front, and I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I was actually really disappointed because I saw that Snapchat as I was walking up to the green and I'm like, are you kidding? I did not win closest to the pin. And I, and I, and I would, and I had two Sorry. feet. It's a, it's a cruel game sometimes. Lauren hit like five shots total that day too. Like five full swings total <laughs> and stuck it. The good news is her fingers starting to feel better now. So that's good. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any interesting stories from there. I played some Ryan boring golf um didn't lose a ball that was my big win of the of the round i'm with him i did not lose a ball so also do we need that do we have any law p i mean any rustic summary considering that was we played that too we did we did play with um a future calu golfer garrett and i really liked playing with him we'll get yeah him fun good guy fun guy um should we get him jimmy on the, should we get him on the podcast what? as like a future calu golfer yeah why not Oh, Why shoot, I forgot get... about Zach. Well, we can do Zach another We can do him week. a different time. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, it's all good. It's all good. But no, I, I don't know. You guys beat us. Um, I guess the only thing from Rustic was my driver went absolutely everywhere. Just, my driver broke for three holes. Let's just say that. <laughs> the rest of the round was great. And then for three holes, it just was not. Was, it was so bad. It was like... Drake offline bad. Yeah. Did, did you crack the crown? And that's on for that me, thing? huh? Did you crack the crown on your driver? I did crack it, but so I was using my backup. And uh, shout out Which to Drake, the, the Cobra. Yeah, sh- shout out to Drake though for giving me his his backup, his ping head. That is my main gamer. So you I'll have it for this weekend. weekend I do have a tournament this weekend, the Inland Empire Amateur. Um. So we'll see how that goes. I will. I will be looking in the market for a new driver. So if anyone's out there, you know, want to. Well, I guess I'm still an amateur. I can't really say that. It's seen some shit over. It's seen, it's seen some shit over the years, but it, it has seen some absolute nukes. Where I'm sitting there questioning, how do I? And it's seen some shots that question, how did I ever make a college roster? Are you talking about your? You know, yeah, because Ryan. Has yeah, a driver. Oh. I have his driver, so 
Um, it'll be it'll be interesting. We'll see how it goes this weekend. I wasn't hitting my I wasn't hitting the driver very good today on the range, but it'll come around. A few days left to go. Um, Jimmy is cranky. This podcast, man. He's I'm tired. <laughs> I'm waking up at five every day, man. You gotta wake up at five again tomorrow. Yeah. Is he running? So, are, are you are you guys driving the Zuma and then running on the beach? I am. Yeah. It's a lot of gas. Oh, that is a lot of gas. That early in the morning, you can probably get there in like 15 minutes, huh? No, it takes us 30. No. It takes that long? Dude, 30 oh, on the dot, basically, every time. 30 on the dot. Well, at least you're doing something to be active. Real question. Do you shower before you go and then shower when you come back? No, I shower after. It's <laughs> a fair Dude, question. Jimmy, fair Jimmy question. would be the guy that would take like five showers a day. Like, before run, after run, before golf, after golf, nighttime before bed. <laughs> I took a few. Jimmy's an environmental science major too, by the way. So. Listen, I save in other places, not the shower. Wait, Drake, have you been have you been keeping the Google Doc with yeah. the showers? I didn't say anything because I didn't want to bring it up. But oh my bad, I thought you told him. I'm sorry, idiot. I was gonna log. You didn't tell me not to tell you. Yeah. I was gonna lo- I was gonna log your showers and how many. I you take, take two a day. I was gonna log how many you take per day, when you take them per day. It's, there's no need to log it. I'll take fourteen a week. There you go. I, no, it's got to be more than that. It's not. I very very rarely take three. Okay, maybe we'll just ditch the project. But it was gonna be because <laughs> I I had this whole Excel spreadsheet set up of. Of like I had time slots. That would be day. so pointless. I literally take my showers the exact same time every day and the exact amount every day. It's the dumbest thing ever. I just think he showers more than necessary. All right, yeah. shout out. But, but it, what? A, yeah, we don't need to talk about my shower habits. I shout out to me. All right, time All right. for the basic shout outs. Yeah, we can. We can. Yeah, shout outs. Um, let me just give a big shout out first off. Uh, I'm going to start with Mark Leishman for finishing last place uh, with rounds of 80, 78, 79, and 73. I think he was like plus 30 almost for the week. He might have been plus 30, but it, was plus it wasn't good for Mr. Mark. Dot, plus 30 on the dot. Plus 30. Shout out Mark Leishman for putting up a stable for its score in a stroke play tournament. <laughs> <laughs> um i have a couple shout out um jason day after really trending hard and shooting 200 in his final round to still finish at plus 14 t64 um also shout out jason kokrak t6 he's really he's really had a couple of good past weeks he's moved himself up picked well. him. damn oh, I, picked picked him him him. I picked him last week and he played pretty well yeah. And also shout out Tony Finau for another top 10 without a win. Granted, this was a reverse version where he played well on the last day rather than a last day collapse. I saw a tweet from No Laying Up when Tony posted the 30 on the back nine to get that backdoor top five. And it was like Tony Finau with the most irrelevant top five you'll ever see in your <laughs> coming in with 30 to come, come with the most irrelevant top five you'll see on a PJ tour. <laughs> Oh, what a shame. Maybe uh, he'll win next week. Yeah, that that's sure. I'm sure Actually, will. you know what would be a real Tony Finau thing? Would be to be the best, like, to par player next week. 
but not get the win because he didn't actually yeah. <laughs> finish on the top of the leaderboard. That would be funny. Um, my shout-outs this week are my roommates, Steph, Drake, Erica, Chloe. I think we got a pretty great dynamic going on right now. No bickering yet for the most part. You get along great. I think there should be some content um, for the pod somewhere up in here. It could be interesting. You guys should get some stuff. I really miss living with you guys, man. We uh, miss more, more than you can know. I miss. Do you, do you, do you I miss, miss, I miss the. Okay, there he goes. Huh? I so said, do you miss seeing our name? Oh, I don't miss that. Just check. Don't miss that. But um, Anyways, my second shout out is Jackfruit. Um, shout out Jackfruit for being a fruit, but also being a vegan meat substitute. Um, had some great Jackfruit pulled pork sandwiches, air quotes on the pork. Um, yeah, shout out Jackfruit. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Interesting. Um, Derek, you got any shout outs for this week? Shout out that real life superhero, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, had a boy. He's crazy. For him to go and do all those God. movies while having cancer. Well, I know. That's nuts. Super. And not telling anybody. Nuts. Well, he told his circle, oh, but he doesn't yeah, have to tell the whole circle, world about but, it. But, I mean, wow, dude. I can't believe that. That's nuts. Wow. RIP, man. Uh, JP, do you have anything before we sign off? Uh, shout out, Tiger. We're thinking about you. We still believe in you. Uh, we know it's been rough, but we know you're going to come back and just be the go and make everyone forget about all this uh, this rough going recently. So Keep, uh, keep grinding. Was that our first Tiger, Tiger shout-out this whole time? No, we talked about Tiger. No, but like the actual shout-out. His son's gotten a couple shout-outs. Uh, I think he's gotten a couple shout-outs. Tiger, you think Tiger's actually gotten a couple of real shout-outs? Yeah, like, yeah at the end of the pod. Yeah. Don't shout out Tiger in the real thing. We just talk about him and then don't put him in the shout outs. Oh, I don't know. Oh, well. well, I'm proud to be the first Tiger shout out. <laughs> we'll give JP credit I for think being we, the first. One. I think someone shouted out Charlie's dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about uh, Tiger right now, Derek. It's the same thing. <laughs> Nah, Charlie's dad's yeah. different to Tiger. Uh, Tiger yeah, 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 yeah. Charlie's dad is, is Charlie's dad. Uh, well, well thank, thank God Jeff's not here. I know. Now. I know. We, we don't have to hear about it. We don't have to hear about it without a without a Jordan shout out. No, uh, no, because he the, for the. I think Jeff Jeff already shouted him out earlier. Yeah, right, Jeff. So. No, Jeff did say him. It went like the Jeff came in the pod. For those of you that don't know, Jeff having technical difficulties, but he came in the pod for like five minutes, and the first thing he said when he came in was shout out Jordan Speed. Oh, so it. I think, and then I think he, he must have just had one goal. Yeah, just like I'm just gonna go in there, say Jordan, pretty much. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, so I guess that'll end it. A little bit of a shorter, was it shorter, Derek? It was right around 50 or close okay. to an hour, well, actually. A little bit of a shorter podcast. Um, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Follow us on Instagram at 3 Um uh, We'll be back next week, Tour Championship, uh, Tour Championship recap, and we'll come up with some better topics. Maybe we'll have a guest. You never know. You never know. But uh, tune in next week. I said, Ryan. I said, good, good luck, Ryan, at the Inland Empire. Thank you. No, thank you, thank you.
We might have to, yes, depending on what time I get back on Monday, if I don't, if I make the cut, we might have to delay the pod to next Tuesday, but we'll see. We'll see if I make the cut go. first. We'll be making the cut. There. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. See you All guys right. next week. Follow us on Instagram. Love you. Bye.